Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Chick McGee, and we're off the air. Oh, it's the return of Nigel and the Nightcats with the original off-the-air theme. And there's there's words to this, right? Well, have you heard this one? You've heard this one. (laughs) Jess is here. Hi, Jess. Hi. That's Jason, our producer. Thank you again for downloading Off the Air, podcast number 18, I think, if I've got that in my head. No? 19? Is it 19? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're almost at 20. Oh, we're we going to do something big for 20? We can almost drink. We should do a drunk <laughs> podcast. We'll do a drunk <laughs> off the air. Negative. Drunk off the air off our ass. That's what we'll do. Uh, hi. How is everybody? This good. is uh, going to be a good uh, good show today. I understand uh, Jess has some... Uh, some uh, Happenings in her life she'd uh, like to share with us. I don't want to share it. You're the one that wanted to hear it. What, the ringtone? I got a ringtone. You got a new ringtone on your phone? I need to hear it. Can you call me? It would probably be faster (laughs) if you would call. Are we seriously doing this? Well, she's very excited about it. I like this song. I like this. It's a song. Is it the song I think it is? I don't think so. What song do you think it is? Well... That song you... He's hit so many buttons over here. He he can't call you? I was thinking of that song. No, it's not that song. Oh, here we go. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's Phil Collins because no. cause of uh, Stephen Lynch? I love Lynch. Phil Collins. No. No. Oh, no. Why would we do... What, what did Stephen Lynch have to do with Phil Collins? the Stephen Lynch song. He, he referenced a Phil Collins song, oh, and it wasn't. It. It, was, uh, it was. He did. And it was. Uh, no, actually, I watched the Friends episode when uh, Chandler and Monica get married, and they play "Groovy Kind of Love" on a violin, and it makes me cry every time. Oh yeah. And so then it made me look up Phil Collins songs, and that's my ringtone. It's a groovy kind of love. That's the story. I don't do the uh, ringtones. I do the. Uh, I don't mean the music for the ringtone. Mm. Who wants to hear my ringtone? Not me. Okay, here we go. Uh, is this the one that Jason made for you so it would sound like the office phone? No. Oh. Do you remember uh, that? No, I remember that. I, I mine used to, I used to have the uh, Tom's an ass bag when Tom would call me. That's good. Tom's an ass bag. <laughs> mm. Tom's an ass. Okay, here we go. Uh, ringing in. No, that's not it. Oh, oh okay. here we go. That, uh, okay. It takes me. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no, that's, that's awful. not it. Yeah, that's not good. This is it. Yeah, that's, that's a nice ringtone. That makes me clench. <laughs> clench, clench what? His My nostrils. <laughs> yeah. Your nostrils or your or your butthole? <laughs> clench your butthole. Don't say butthole, Jason. I was just talking about you the other day with our friend, uh, the dentist. Oh, Mr. Greg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He what? didn't know that we had a podcast. There's he probably knows. a reason. He oh, knows. I was worried. I was like, oh my god. No, he knows. Okay. He should know. Okay. Good. I I tell him a lot of things. He probably yeah. Oh hey, I got a I got a 
story about Jason. I think you know this already, but I'd like to share it with you. I don't think I, maybe I did share it with you, but I think it's podcast worthy. Okay. Uh-oh. So a couple of weeks ago, Jason goes, hey, you should come by and play Euchre during Monday Night Football. You did tell me no, the story. You and cried. I go, you cried. <laughs> you cried when you told me this story. A little bit. <laughs> I had to punch myself in the shoulder to stop from tearing up big time. But Jason go, I go, uh, yeah, you guys play Euchre Monday? Yeah, yeah, you should come out. He go, okay. He go, okay. I, and he goes, oh, oh, we play, uh, we play six-handed if we have six people yes and a lot of times we okay. do have six men okay so they have six and he goes we only have five right now but uh and this is like friday mm-hmm. and he goes uh yeah i showed him a text my buddy sean <laughs> sends me a text hey look Stop. i've only got five right who, who do we get blah, blah, blah. Right. so they get me i'm six monday and he goes you can be six if we can't find the other guy right well, yeah and we hadn't got we hadn't got confirmation from a scott so scott hadn't called you were on standby and so Monday, I'm excited. I'm going to go play euchre at Jason's house. No. So I walk in after the show, the big time show, and I go, uh, hey, uh, tonight's euchre night, right? And he goes, ooh, we found Scott. Nope, you're out. <laughs> Just like that. And I go, well, first of all, you know me, I'll lash out. First of all, I've never heard of fucking six-handed euchre in my life. No, you said, why can't you play seven-handed? <laughs> and I go, if you're going to play six-handed, why not play seven-handed? And then I go, hey, wait a minute, find another guy. We'll play, have we'll play, two, nor- we'll play normal Two Euchre. tables of four. <sighs> so I didn't even ask you this past week, and you well, didn't I say didn't anything about it. it. I don't have It's Monday. like every third week or so. Yeah, it's once a what? month. What? It's once a month. So here, here's the big issue here. So am I in or out? I'm out. You're out unless Scott is busy. <laughs> <laughs> we never know who's coming. There's like eight or nine guys, right, and usually ro- about six of them. Why do you even right. ask me then? Well, well, yeah. And that's my bigger point, is I'm not going to ask again if this is the way you're going to act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you start your own euchre party? Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. And Jason, oh. <laughs> who's going to be there, Jess? Bodart. <laughs> Bodart will be there. You guys uh, will play two-handed euchre. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to That's what we're going to call it. And that's called queer euchre, right? <laughs> that's big time queer euchre. And uh, Jason, I'll keep you on standby. Listen, you're 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 kind of on the re- see. I got to easy. You're not just some guy who that's shows true. up. What that's do you mean true. by that? I am you, some guy. Yeah, but but to to me, yes, you are. But to them, you're not just some guy. You're the guy they listen. What, to what, would you would you behave and be fun? You know, and be, be just one <laughs> of the guys. <laughs> yes, you would. Would I behave and have fun? I'm tired of chick getting in the way of my personal life. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm pretty fucking tired. I, of it. I would have been fine with it. But I didn't want. To, I mean, what do you? You're the seventh guy sitting off in the corner watching. Maybe football? you guys should start out where you just go and watch a game. Like you go up to Jason. You I could get you snacks. A Purdue yeah. football game or uh, whatever Purdue. Yeah, and you took Kostaki to a Purdue game. I did. Never invited me to a Purdue game ever. You, you, you know what? This is a Foo Fighters thing, isn't it? It's a Foo Fighters thing all over again. What, what's mm-hmm. the Foo Fighters? Like thing? five or six years ago, you invited me to a Foo Fighters concert, mm-hmm. and you were so excited, and you talked I was about, so it, excited, talked so about excited, it. So excited, so excited, so excited. Day comes. Day comes. I, I didn't want to go. You didn't want to go. Don't say I can't. You could. I didn't, didn't want, want to, to. I didn't want to go. Like a big dick. And and I told Jason, he goes, oh, that's all right. And Jason went by himself. And did you punch yourself in the arm? No. You know what? I, I did a good deed to get over myself is what I did. Because a friend in the building had another friend who didn't have a ticket, couldn't really afford a ticket. And really went I go. gave the ticket to that. Didn't, don't even, didn't even know the guy. That's awesome. So I'm he, kind of responsible he, for he that. He had a great time. You're not responsible. I'm terribly responsible for that. I think <laughs> as, as I see it. You did the good deed. I, I did. So uh-huh. thank you, Jason. Hey, Chick, do we have emails? Yes, Jess, we do. This is from a guy named Philip. Hi, just wanted to say it's 9 a.m., six-pack deep. <laughs> really? And it's awesome to have another McGee doing big things out there. Cheers, 
Philip McGee. Oh, you know, there's a cartoon on uh, Adult Swim called yes. Assie McGee, uh, and I took a picture. Assie, Assie McGee, Assie and I took McGee. a picture of it. And when Chick calls, that's what comes up is a picture of it on the on the uh, guide. Is <laughs> it back to Assie McGee? Assie is that McGee. What, is that what it, is that what comes up now? No. What comes just up just a picture oh. of it? It doesn't say. It Assie. says Charles. Charles. Why do you say it like that? I don't know. All right. He's fussy. I know. I'm not fussy at all. Well, well how would you like it if you got... <clears throat> oh, my God. It was three weeks ago. Fucked out of a Euchre game, and <laughs> you'd barely been looking forward to it. Hey, do you know, guys, that the uh, Off the Air podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com? No. <laughs> yes, they are. GoDaddy is the world's largest provider of web hosting with over 55 million domain name registrations and over 10 million customers. Wouldn't you like to be one of those customers? I am one of those. I tell you what. You know what? If you want to be one of those customers... Call Jason and he'll let you know unless Scott calls to be one of those customers. Is that, is that what Yeah, that's how do? it works. Yeah. <sighs> Actually, how it works is go to chickmcgee.com, click on the GoDaddy banner, and you'll get your new domain name for only $4.95, including a free one-page website, a personalized email account, photo album, and more. So enter promo code McGee at checkout. That's M-C-G-E-E at checkout, or go to chickmcgee.com and click on the big, hairy GoDaddy banner. Thank you, GoDaddy. Do you need? Do you think we should get? Uh, you know, do you do you have like Chick McGee something else you want? You want out there? Can't think of anything. I was so excited to get Chick McGee instead of Chick McGee one. Like on Twitter, I was. Right. We could do like um, Chick McGee. Charles. 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 Chick McGee. McGee. Charles. Chick McGee. Charles. Chick McGee. <clears throat> Assy McGee. Chick McGee. Okay, you know. Chicky, chicky ass McGee. Chicky. Chicky jiggy. Chicky jiggy. Uh, we're very excited today on the Off the Air podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have actually uh, a longtime friend and mm-hmm. uh, uh, a coworker, mm-hmm. family. He's uh, family. Yeah, pretty much he's, family. Yeah, he is family. You're road family. family. Yeah, if I was uh, got pulled over by the cops again, I would call <laughs> <That> <laughs> this <happened>. guy, <laughs> and uh, he would. Uh, I know. I have no doubt he, he would come. He was the running. only one with a valid driver's license at all. <laughs> right. Oh, that day. is a long time ago. We'll tell that story in a minute. Uh, Ron Sexton joins us on the Off the Air podcast. Hi, Ron. Hey, hey Chick. Jess. Jace. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, great to see you guys. How, yeah. long, see how you. long have you been in the building? Uh, 1990. Yeah. Or 91. Yeah. Uh, work, I was in college at Butler and was working at WNDE and did uh, nothing in the way of college life. I didn't have a beer until I was like 32. Are you serious? Yeah. So I was uh, working at WNDE from midnight to six, would run Larry King Live. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a funny story, I uh, was working at Butler's radio station at the time, and uh, I'll, I don't think you'll care. A guy named Todd Mello was in our one of our radio TV classes. Yeah. And he worked at WNDE. And he was just telling me how much he liked it, this and that. Well, one day he comes in and he's down. I was like, what's the matter? He said, I got fired. Oh. He got fired. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, wow, there's got to be shame. an opening. That's a shame. <laughs> That's a shame. So, there must be an opening. So I know they say never make a phone call, never make a phone call. So I immediately make a phone call. Uh-huh. And Pam Farron was the program director at the time. And I'm like, oh, this is going nowhere. Well, she didn't want to work midnight to six that weekend. So oh, yeah. I got hired immediately. Oh, and, awesome. uh, so anyway, long story short, when I was here for about a year or so, one of our engineers is telling a story. Because I said, Todd, why'd you get fired? He goes, oh, man, I dozed off. And the, and the GM came in and fired me. For dozing off? 
at 3 a.m.? Wow. Right. Come to find out, he didn't doze off. He had a sleeping bag with an alarm clock, was yeah. not playing legal IDs, commercials, anything. I, I totally remember this story yes. because when I was a kid growing up in Central Ohio, there was a uh, disc jockey on WNCI. His name was Dr. Todd. And this guy's name was Todd. Yes. And uh, after he fell asleep, we all started calling him Dr. Nod <laughs> because he fell asleep a lot. And I totally remember that story. Yeah, yeah. he was a world-class sleeper as far yeah. as uh, getting paid for <laughs> paid for sleeping. Yes. He, hmm. he had it, he had it uh, clocked. Yeah. So, so he, he couldn't even set the alarm at, at 2 till so he could run the legal ID? No, he would back? set it right before 6 a.m. so he would be awake before wow. the next guy would come in at 6. But that was um, – <laughs> I was working at uh, WXLW, which was uh, a so-called – Christian radio station uh, at the time nine fifty a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> um, but it was it was as crooked as any operation at the right. time because they had um, they would run Grambling football and they would get paid to run Grambling football in Indianapolis that had beer commercials and stuff mm-hmm. um, on a Christian radio station and then it had to air before midnight so it was my job at eleven to put this thing on fast speed on a reel to reel and so it sounded like the chipmunks <laughs> doing play by play. <laughs> It's the most, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, you might not uh, instantly recognize Ron Sexton's name, uh, but he has worked with us for a very long time, as you can hear. And uh, he uh, also is uh, still on the Bob and Tom Show. He's he's one of our uh, most popular. Uh, I I hesitate to say the word character, but I guess oh, that's what it is. A, voice talent. A voice talent. A, a, mm-hmm. He's he's a person to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Leela Nair. He's Garden. real. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> he. Uh, that's right. Ron does uh, the voices of uh, Floyd the Trucker, uh, Christie's neighbor. Mike. <laughs> God. Uh, gosh, that's funny. Oh, thanks. And uh, and of course, uh, Donnie Baker is uh, is Ron Sexton. So that's. That's uh, that's who Ron is, and that we're we're lucky to have him on the podcast. Uh, and you also do uh, before we get to Donnie and all the the, the I guess the most popular ones. Uh, we always because when we first started the on the road uh, comedy tour on, on Bob and Tom show, Ronnie was there. Of course, Donnie Baker was mm-hmm. there uh, almost every show. Mm-hmm. And uh, but backstage, you would do. My favorite voices that you do are friends that you know. Oh yeah, the, the guys that, that one guy who was ah, there's no there's I got yeah. uh, a Carrie. couple buddies that would make it's basically um, it would make a great sitcom. Right? Yeah, I, it's, I don't know if if it'll translate on the podcast, but yeah, I got a buddy of mine, Carrie, that if he does have a couple beers, he tends to almost speak through his nose and has a very <laughs> distinctive laugh. But, but you know, you know Carrie, right? I know Carrie. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a buddy that's really big, and yeah. his nickname is Doughboy. <laughs> So, I don't know where that came from, but Carrie and Doughboy will go, and Doughboy can't remember shit, and so he'll be like, Carrie, how many beers we own now? How many beers we drink last time we golf? Ah, fucking, I don't beers. We're drinking about 12 beers. I'll give the kid the three wood. How many beers we drink we got up to the turn? Well, fucking, I'm pretty fucking drunk. About six beers, fucking six beers. He don't remember shit. We're drinking about nine beers. I'll get back to the car. <laughs> and it's just back and they're like an old married couple and they're Uh-oh. best friends and a buddy and you guys know Joe Emmert another buddy of mine oh, told sure. me he ran into Carrie and Doughboy they both had knee replacements and were still <laughs> at the titty bar with gauze and everything else <laughs> 
So I mean, it, it's uh, oh it's more God. than a little inside, but yeah, it's oh. it's funny. Oh, um, uh, fuck it, uh, <laughs> why the fuck uh, ever? He says motherfucker faster than any. Motherfucker, fucking Joe, motherfucker, give me a fucking Joe, fifty dollar. Motherfucker comes back and he's like, oh. he tries to imitate Joe. Motherfucker, last time I paid you seventy five dollars, and you still didn't buy me a euchre. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, that, that's the uh, voice I remember. Oh, hey, I, oh, yeah, you also do Kenny Tarmac. I forgot about that one. Yeah. And uh, Coach. Ralph Felt. Actually, the shark. What? Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, uh, the voice of Carrie ties into Donnie. That's what I thought. Car- that was, um, one was a little based bit off of, yeah. off of the one line. Carrie, we used to be our pitcher in slow pitch softball. <laughs> and it didn't matter what the topic was. Um, Carrie tend to brag a little bit. So yeah, I probably know more about fucking <laughs> field fucking anybody know fucking Ronnie. I'll fucking tell you. So now Donnie says. So, so I probably know more about anybody hitting the opposite field in the slow pitch game than anybody I know. Right. But when you um, first started doing Donnie, Donnie was higher. Donnie was, it was, uh, was lower. Oh, it was lower. It was okay. lower. Okay. It was kind of like Rick is now. Oh, Rick okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Donnie was, I thought, I just wanted to do a character that the listeners couldn't tell whether it was a character or a real listener. Right. So I thought this is going to be maybe three phone calls, and I still had major stage fright mm-hmm. at this time. But right. I, I kind of had an idea in my head, and I kind of I got the idea from when Bob and Tom would go to these signings at the mall mm-hmm. and watching. I would go to a few of them, but I would always notice the guy that you guys would dread would be the Donnie that would. I know chick ain't your real name. <laughs> and they, they just weren't content with the autograph and moving right. on. They yeah, had to. Yeah. There's something more that they needed. They wanted yeah. something, yeah. The way I am with Major League Baseball players or if I meet, you know, a rock right. stars, it's, it's um, or, and Donnie is the kind that takes it way too far, doesn't have a clue that, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's not doing well or isn't well received. So at the time, I thought it would be one or two phone calls, right. and, and they were talking about pickup lines, and so I thought, oh, this is right up Donnie's alley. And I remember, I was, I had a couple of them, but I, I remember on, being on hold, and uh, I was like, I need one more, need one more, need one more. And on hold, I wrote, how about a three-way, me, you, and some of this pork? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, how about, how about a three-way, <laughs> me, and <laughs> some of this pork? <laughs> you know, and just like yeah. Rocky, get, it sounded like Rocky when he would get punched. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, and fast forward uh, after the show that day, Tom liked it. It went over well, mm-hmm. but Bob was on his honeymoon. Yeah, th- that's what I wanted you to oh, mention because you were there. chicken shit because yes. you wouldn't do it when Bob was here. <laughs> well, Tom said, and he, I was afraid he jinxed it. He's like, hey, uh, nice bit, but I hope uh, Bob likes it when he gets back, so make sure you call in with that again. So I'm like, okay, uh, shit, be now it's got to be good. Time, yeah. 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 Um, and it wasn't. Bob was in. And he was back from his honeymoon, and the call was okay, and I could kind of feel Bob feeling it out. I could kind of feel the room refill, and finally, Tom saved it. And um, he said, hey, Donnie, tell Bob some of your pickup lines that always work. There you go. And it saved it. And from that point, um, I had the confidence to keep mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. Yeah. And it's been great. Like, Chick had the idea for Mom Phyllis. That was just, I was like, oh, God, yeah. that is just perfect, you know, that there would be sexual tension in this family between <laughs> Donnie and his Well, son. you wouldn't call her Mom because yeah. you have a mom. you call her yeah, Mom, mom Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but there's been a And then by traveling, doing shows, and going to the truck stops, I, I was like, who in the hell buys all this wolf art? Well, fuck Donnie would. You know, <laughs> somebody's buying it. It's everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I'll text you a picture of uh, a wall t shirt. I bet people do that all the time. Yeah. Too. You get texts constantly. Yeah, I get that on the Donnie Twitter 
page a lot. Yeah. I'll get a lot of wolf sightings. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen wolf seat covers, keychains, you name it, tattoos. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was funny. You guys know Nick Pryor, the AKA Scotty Winkler. Sure, work, yeah. Work, uh, He's our, a member of the Pork Pistols. Yep, guitar player for the Pork Pistols. We're in, uh, we're in a mall in Iowa one day just killing time because the drummer and the bass player are hungover and they don't wake up until five. Yeah, so Nick right. and I are killing time <laughs> in a mall. And it's a bad mall in Peoria. And it's one of those days where they have kind of like the festival inside the mall. So uh, every uh, antiques and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. The mall's just cluttered, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, not much room to walk. But there was a section where, they, where there were these paintings. And uh, Nick and I basically got thrown out of the mall. I took a picture with a cell phone of this wolf and an Indian. And the guy thought I was stealing his idea. And he says, got off a shit painting that nobody oh, would. No. Oh, and they called security. And I was like, man, it's just a. And I don't want to tell him it's a joke. I told right. him I got somebody interested in buying this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I don't want to. Right. And security said, "You guys need to go. That's original artwork. We once it gets out of here." And I'm like, "Once it gets out of here, <laughs> I'll bet my I'll suck a dick if anybody buys the wolf with the Indian." The wolf. And that wolf didn't even have the proper dimension foot. That wolf had a pig foot on it, and it did. The foot was just hideous. It was like. You couldn't tell if it was a tail or a foot, but it looked like a pig's foot on a lift. And so I was like, I'm in the car. I was telling Nick because I didn't have the balls to say it. I was like, I, there's no fucking way anybody's going to buy that shit-ass wolf painting. That's one of my favorite things. It's not. That's a horrible thing to say. But Ron is a very easygoing. Oh, yeah. Make you laugh. Make you smile if you're down. But on a few occasions, I've got to witness Ron lose <laughs> his fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> we got turned around in Michigan. Or yeah. Minnesota. Detroit. I think we were I, oh. in Detroit. We had an early flight, and we got turned around, and we stopped and stopped and stopped, and it was always a a Middle Eastern gas station. And I didn't know Detroit had two airports. All (laughs) I wanted to know was- I I didn't know until just now they had two airports. I guess there's one downtown, and then DTW, the main one. I've never been to the other one, Mm -hmm. Metro or whatever it is. So yeah, Jess and I are just wanting to make sure we get home. (laughs) We just want to get home. So I I have directions, but I don't know if I have directions to the right airport. And uh, this is long before I learned the ways of Kenny and the airport codes. But I, I it was five or six gas stations. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't do. I'm very impatient. Not that I have road rage. I, I hate being lost. And more than anything, my biggest pet, I hate backtracking. I hate, <laughs> hate it. I hate backtracking. Um, I don't know why. I just, but uh, yeah. And one of my first jobs and television was to, to work with Bob Knight in the Bob Knight show and oh, just by yeah. my nature of being able to imitate I can throw a fucking fit um, <laughs> and I learned from the best but uh, yeah I remember yeah, that morning right. we would that get was. and it was like five or six gas stations that you know it, it was either a Middle Eastern or I ain't from here you know <laughs> I always get that guy fuck I just started here <laughs> I'm not from here what do you want yeah man? what do you want man yeah so uh, was that that what knew you knew what you were going to do uh, going, uh, to, going to Butler? I mean, yeah, telecommunications I, and yeah, things like that. Uh, my high school had a radio station, so I I knew I fell in love with radio at an early age. And I had two older buddies that were on the high school radio station, and it was just the the oddest combination. Is like, why would a high school have a radio station? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were on the air, and I thought it was just the neatest thing that wow, I can be on the radio, and not every high school has this, and. They broadcast the football games and this and that. So in middle school, I was calling, they had, uh, it was WRFT 91.5 FM. And um, they would cover Franklin Central High School sports. Mm-hmm. And so even in middle school, they would do a middle school report where once a wow. week, a little cub reporter like the Chick McGee, that's when you do your little cub broadcaster club. Oh, yeah. yeah. It made me think Junior of that. Junior announcer's yes. club, sure. So uh, 
once a week we'd get to call in with a middle school report. And my very first time calling, um, uh, the guy said, okay, we just need to get a level check. Well, I didn't know what the hell a level check was. <laughs> I hadn't even reached puberty yet. <laughs> I didn't know he just wanted me to read my script. Yeah. And into the phone with my parents watching intently, my proud parents getting up at 6 a.m., I go, oh. <laughs> because there was an episode of The Little Rascals where like Alfalfa or somebody's trying to oh. tune up for a song. Oh, they're just trying to... T- <laughs> and they had to be dying laughing, but I did the report. The report went fine, That's but it was just awful. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I misunderstood the entire thing. <laughs> what so, was the, what was the first imitation you ever did? Uh wow! I used to. I remember uh, being four. Five years old, maybe a little older or younger, doing Jimmy Carter for my parents and making them laugh. <laughs> and I don't know. I would just walk around the house, pull my underwear up, and <laughs> imitate Jimmy Carter. But I don't think the voice was anywhere close. It couldn't have been. <laughs> I don't but looking I, back, but, that poor uh, kid, the voice isn't yeah. even close. <laughs> but I remember my dad was always. My dad always had would always have jokes. Um, he was a car salesman uh, most of his life. He just retired. But I remember going to family functions and Uncle Jim would always make people laugh. And I just, I, I think by being around that, I always thought it was kind of cool that, oh, my dad, boy, he's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, he would tell me a joke sometimes if I would go into work. Ronnie, tell him the one I told you. Um, and I remember memorizing the lyrics to Devil Went Down to Georgia and, and couldn't wait to say son of a bitch. And he would laugh at that. And so I don't know. I think early on I was just because um, he always had a, a good sense of humor at family gatherings. I, I kind of took to that mm-hmm. and was always drawn to, uh, I don't know why I had an ability to imitate. I would make fun of my teachers in school. I had a, a teacher, Mr. Bastinelli, one day that made me get up and uh, imitate. He caught me doing it in the halls and imitate these other teachers that I think now he hated because he was laughing so hard um, until uh, the eighth grade trip when some buddies set me up and said, hey, imitate Bastinelli. And I did. Sam Bastinelli. And all of a sudden on my shoulder, there's Sam. And he was pissed. Yeah. Um, what, what did he sound like again? Sam Bastinelli. Uh, I don't know if that's even close anymore, but I would imitate our, uh, our school fundraiser each year was a, a cheese and sausage sale. Uh-huh. And the guy that ran it was the athletic director. His name was uh, Mr. Schumann. And Mr. Bastinelli, Bastinelli always wanted me to imitate Mr. Schumann because he would uh, uh, make sure with the cheese and sausage forms that uh, we have to promote cheese and sausage. And the way he said sausage, uh, I just couldn't get enough of it. So I would go around school doing that. And, and it's almost like you're Joe Wombat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Joe Wombat. Barometric pressure. Even. <laughs> Repeating this hour's top story, there's no news at this hour. 36 and sunny, 1070 how WIBC. How many voices do you, I mean, I, I'm i sure I, I left out a bunch. I Endless. Didn't, uh, I yeah. don't know. I think on Bob and Tom, it's about a dozen for the mm-hmm. yeah. 10 to 12 regulars. And then uh, there was a period when I was just doing mainly local voices, you know, a lot of. But I find if I'm around somebody for a long time, mm-hmm. like I could probably go out and do a best of the Bob and Tom tour. I can do Tim Wilson's first 25 minutes. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> I got Greg Hahn down a little bit better now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do a good Henry. Yeah, Henry's not too tough. I even called <laughs> into the show one time. Uh, Henry was on. And I was like, yeah, this is Aunt Henry Filler. It was Aunt Bev or something. <laughs> Should we talk like that? Let's, let's do that. Henry, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, when I first started uh, middays in radio, uh, so I worked from overnights at WNDE, then I was middays, and I ran the board for Rush Limbaugh. And I think just because I heard it so much, all of a sudden I could do Rush mm-hmm. Limbaugh. 
uh, worked for the Pacers radio network and sitting beside Mark and Slick. All of a sudden, uh, in my head, I could do Mark and Slick. And usually it starts out with one word or a phrase, right. and then it builds. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the harder I work, the longer it takes. That was the way with Tony Soprano. I went about it the wrong way, and I wanted so badly to do that because I wanted to be Tony. I still do. When I get <laughs> yeah. big, I want to be him. Uh, all right. And uh, I don't think I got it down to where I wanted it until the show was long gone. Right. Mm-hmm. When I started it, it was everything was, and all I could say is, do it fast. And I think we had a, <laughs> like an eight-minute bit one day where nine times, do it fast. Do it fast. And it was uh, awful. But gradually, there was a scene, and I forget what episode, Tony's in bed, and he's eating dessert in bed, and he's got this piece of cake and he's eating off his chest so he's got the saucer on his chest and he's just uh, taking his type with his little uh, cheesecake yeah and he always breathes knows the breathing Jesus Christ it's hard to breathe in a cake (laughs) once I got the breathing it was a lot going up was Mm -hmm. a lot more realistic and help the impression than starting up and trying to go right, higher right so Frank Caliendo pulled me in the green room one day and he said hey man I'm uh, I'm not trying to uh, upset you, but your your uh, Tony sounds a little Asian, and so I was like, "Oh fuck, that's a <laughs> kick to the dick." I mean, you know, I, he's obviously the master right. of it, but I was like, "I mean, I thought it was pretty close," but he was right, and I would listen back, and I was way too high. Yeah. So I focused on the the Tony that uh, listen. Yeah. Uh, let's have a little talk, and yeah. uh, the, I like when Tony would talk to women, mm-hmm. especially like, "Listen, you're a beautiful girl." See? But the, you know, but that yeah. that sincerity. You better stop. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it was cool. Um, the breathing, and once I got the low end, it was once you go higher. Then wow, that sounds like Tony Soprano. Right, right. Um, when he gets mad, so yeah, it's funny how they come along. But there's not mm-hmm. really a. I, I couldn't tell you how I go about it. Some guys, and I've talked to you know Frank about it, and some guys, if uh, if they see an impression done, they can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that was the case for me with Eddie Murphy. I had a buddy of mine in high school that could imitate his laugh, and I saw he would just basically inhale. <laughs> and most guys do it, exhale when they do that laugh. But by the laugh, I got the rest of Eddie. It wasn't tough. I s- um, so <laughs> it, one little piece of the puzzle led to the other. Right. But I've seen Mike McRae do Vince Vaughn. I have no idea how he does it. Mm-hmm. Seen Frank Caliendo do uh, John Madden. Have that's the most oh, bizarre. That's voice. the most. Mm-hmm. That's like for me, his Madden is like your Floyd the Trucker yeah. because both of them. I can't believe those voices are coming because they're mm-hmm. so different. To me, when I do yeah. a voice, it always sounds like me in there somewhere. <laughs> it does. But you're Floyd the Trucker, and thank you. Yeah. And, and his and Frank's uh, uh, John Madden don't sound. I mean, they sound like John Madden, and and they, it sounds like Floyd the Trucker. It's so different. Yeah, uh, Floyd's not a real person. Exactly. Kind of it because my my mother's from Salina, Tennessee. So when we would visit my relatives in Tennessee, I picked up on. Floyd early um, because there were people that just spoke like that right. and they would all sit in front of the courthouse and whittle and I just remembered I don't know why we were near the courthouse uh, but I remembered just the conversations and the, the overalls and the whittling and one of the first characters I did in the high school station was an old guy named Cordell McGarrett I went through the phone book in my mom's hometown and came up with the name and so I would do prank phone calls on our high school station in the afternoon and the guy that ran the station it was probably the biggest influence in my broadcast life, a guy named Jim Johnson, who ran the radio station, was a great teacher, and let us do that. I mean, I don't know if it was even legal right. at the time, <laughs> but um, so he would let us, you know, do these bits. But he was a big fan. His his passion for radio was very much 700 WLW and Gary Burbank. And so he would give me ideas, and I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Well, little I would grow up and find out 10 years later that, no, that's... 
that's a Burbank bit, and all oh, we were doing okay. was mocking it. Right, like right. he he loved Earl Pitts, so I started doing a bit on the air called uh, Floyd Buck uh, and sound off about something, and he would help me write and. Um, but yeah, Cordell McGarrett was just always like this. It was awful. But people would buy it on the phone. But it was kind of based on <laughs> some of my relatives from Tennessee, uh, just the way they would talk. And yeah, Floyd, my mom says kindly all the time. It's, it's kindly missed in the rain. And so Floyd, well, it's kindly missed in the rain. That's that, isn't it? <laughs> well, is it raining or fucking not, Floyd? It was, you know, <laughs> but uh, so I just, I don't know. I was always kind of around that dialect for yeah. a while and and as a little kid just was able to remember it and call back on it so but, would floyd be your oldest yeah character you think yeah definitely yeah. it was uh i was doing uh floyd on the am station okay uh steve the trucker mm-hmm. and the only phone call i made to bob and tom prior to that was a jim rome impression when i i mean marty bender who was our program director at mm-hmm. the time had to beg me i was scared to death it, but I did it, and it went well, and made the album that year. Yeah, it's a great wow. It's but, a great uh, Jim Rome. Yeah. yeah, and you didn't introduce introduce Floyd until way later. No, well, when I started, with, yeah, with early. Bob and Tom, really? I um, all I had was Floyd because really? I I'd, I'd met with Tom, and then uh, the guy X one of three Scott Jameson, I think had told Tom Ron has a, a trucker character that writes poems, and so Tom um, said, "Wow, okay, well, let's give it a try." And I, he, he did say we were we were at lunch one day and Tom, I just love the name he came up with because I I wanted to call it uh, Doyle because I thought it was just funny that the name Doyle in Floyd's voice would be, this is Doyle. He <laughs> and he's like, nobody will understand that. So he fought, and I was like, oh, I just think it'd be funny because in the movie Sling Blade, Doyle Hargrave, I just yeah. think Doyle oh, Hargraves yeah. is just right. a great name. Yeah. I was like, well, can right. we go with Doyle and and. Uh, Tom didn't like it. So we're getting ready to leave. And he's like, oh, do this uh, uh, Floyd Tucker, the world's famous trucker. Fuck, that works. Yeah. I mean, it, it was yeah. perfect. Um, huh. And so I, I started calling in this Floyd. All I had when I started was Floyd and I think uh, Dr. Phil. But Tom didn't want me doing Dr. Phil because he said nobody knows who he is. And I was like, bullshit, my wife <laughs> watches it every day and I have to hear about it. Yeah. I guarantee you guys know who it is. Yeah, because you worked, you had a, a morning show that was like six to nine. And then that nine o'clock hour after it was over, I remember you'd come yes. down with Dean and you'd do some Floyd calls a couple times a week, kind of yes. slowly getting him in. Is that right? Yeah, uh, it was Fox Sports Radio. And you're right. We were always uh, the odd times. Uh we were supposed to be the wake-up show mm-hmm. for the East Coast. We were basically the overnight show. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times they would do, you guys know you're our first program of the day. Mm-hmm. And then Tony Bruno would go on and blast us. Or, oh, good that uh, that crap's over in the overnights. Good morning, East Coasters. <laughs> Tony Bruno. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I after that show, gradually started getting more confidence and wanting to try more and more things. But I never wanted to. I don't know how Dean does it because I, I would never like to call in seeing mm-hmm. you guys. Watching, yeah. Because when I was a kid, one of my favorite things was – you know, going through the little league phone book and pranking people. Oh, okay. And, uh, but you know, Dean looks down. He never looks up when he calls in. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's I true. always assumed Generally, he did. No, no he generally look he's down. looking down. Unless you turn around and look at I'll him. I'll tune around. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I've turned around he, and looked at yeah, him. Yeah, he generally is not yeah. looking at him. Yeah. That's uh, that's interesting because I, I remember when 
I first started doing it, um, Mark Patrick, who made you know so many calls for years, was like, "Well, you got to go in there," and I was like, "I don't want to go in there." So I would kind of like go to a room and poo, you know, kind of like <laughs> I just want to find my own hiding place. <laughs> like when you find your hiding place and hide and seek, and as soon as you squat down, you have to poo. That's how I felt. I felt like I'm going to call, but I really need to go to the bathroom more than I need to make that this phone call. And antiques. Oh, antiques. <laughs> old, old hotels. Yeah. Oh. Did we tell that story on the air one time? We had a friend who we were on the I think we Bob did. and Tom Probably. tour. And he, uh, when Ronnie. he would go into an older hotel, he yeah. would immediately have and to go to the bathroom. And I would book hotels, and I would be like, okay, it says bed and breakfast. Um, yeah, hi, do you guys have antiques in the lobby? <laughs> <laughs> and how far away is your bathroom? And he would uh, walk in and go, oh, That's chick, funny. I'm carrying low. I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> that was the other great line from Slingblade is Doyle Hargraves did say, you know I can't be around midgets and antique furniture, Linda. Can't eat around it. And he, <laughs> That's right, yeah. he does. Dwight Yoakam. Oh uh, somebody. Doesn't he want to just have the band over one night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it ain't nothing. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just put some chips in the bowl, fetch his ass once in a while. <laughs> shit, Linda. Yeah. And then later he's beating the shit out of everybody in the room. Oh, yeah. I'm hurting, Linda. I'm hurting. <laughs> and she doesn't take the bait. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> right back to angry again. That's my voice I wish I could. That was a great character. Yeah. That but, was. That was. Yeah. He so did a great job. What is the What is the newest voice you think you... Um, is it Kenny or, or Christie's well, neighbor Mike? Yeah, I've done Clint Eastwood. When I did Just Stand Up as Ron, Clint Eastwood was one of the main voices I did. I used to it's do a, a great Clint Eastwood. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. It still needs, uh, obviously he's getting older, and I saw the movie, mm-hmm. the baseball movie where he's the scout. There's a lot more gravel in his voice now than there used to be. Something but, catch. Um, yeah. Yes. Perfect. But no. uh, the one thing I could always do, the way he would say that's right or that's fine, the way, mm. oh, that's right. You know, that he would... Um, <laughs> I could always get that, but then if I extend it, that's why the the neighbor Mike calls are so infrequent. I, I'm not quite confident on carrying on a conversation. Tom will like, so are you busy today, neighbor Mike? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Mike, what are you doing in the yard? That's fine. It doesn't matter. I kind of go back to what works. Uh, right. It's like with Charles Barkley. When I first had Charles Barkley, all I could say, and I heard him say it on there, was, that was racist. <laughs> that's all I... Well, it's going to be weird to work this in, but from racist, I went to uh, Ter- a few terrible. other phrases. Terrible. Yeah, Frank nailed that. That Frank, was Frank's one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was perfect. I mean, that's Horrible. perfect for that because I could never make Charles funny, and it was a, a long road trip with Jason Hoffsets yeah. one day, and I think it was coming back from the Field of Dreams. Yeah, we went to Iowa. Mm-hmm. I had my heart on for the Tony mm-hmm. Soprano mm-hmm. voice, and I was just confident enough to mm-hmm. bring it to the air, and thought, man, Charles is sucking though because I was trying to do. Uh, basically, Larry King bits with Charles Barkley, but right. it's just so long. Instead of yes, uh, Dayline, New Jersey, old lady, you know. Oh right. God, Mark. Yeah. But I could make Charles the straight guy with Tony. Yeah. And I think Jason came up with. I said, "What do they have in common?" And I, I don't know if you came up with belly up or I did, but basically it was. Ah, oh, they're both kind of chubby, and they both mm-hmm. like to eat. And I think Jason belly up, perfect. And uh, man, I that was that's probably been the the most fun I've had because it's. Uh, it's a bit that I never really know where it's going. I just kind of know what it's going to be about, but it's kind of I kind of discover it on the run. Yeah. Well, that's what I've told Jess this before. Uh, that was one of my most uh, wonderful memories from the road is you and Greg Hans sitting backstage. Oh, yeah, doing... Uh, doing yeah, and Rick was being Rick. born. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Han was going, no, no. Uh, um, or maybe Dusty came up with a little, little bit. Um, or, uh, yeah, the, uh, Han gave me fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Han gave I'm me the, fair enough. Get this, I'm at the rental car place. I'm trying to rent a car, right? So I'm at the rental car place. <laughs> they tell me it's going to be 50 bucks. 
And then I get there, and the final bill's 90 bucks. Fair enough. That's what the guy says. Fair enough. I'm like, no, that's not fair enough. I got a bill here that says 50 bucks. Yeah, but he's like, Rick, yeah. Rick would say that. Rick would say fair Rick, enough. Rick would say fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And, and by gosh, he would. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, Rick is, it's funny to me because Rick is a, a creeper, and I try oh, to call yeah. in. Um, like today, there was a story about somebody having sex with a skeleton. Yeah, that would have oh. been a good Rick. Uh, you got to talk about a fucking skeleton there a little bit. There. <laughs> a little bit. And then he's always yeah. trying to. Well, uh, everybody, everybody probably, everybody probably done that a little bit a few times. And I love him, but he goes, no, no, we haven't, Rick. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, Rick's almost too close to Donnie. I don't think Rick will ever have long term legs, mm-hmm. but uh, it may be too close to Donnie. But it's it's one of the. Uh, for here behind the scenes, it seems like you know uh, more people kind of laugh or request that yeah. um, that ha- are well tuned in with the show than maybe any other. It's usually a good exclamation point to mm-hmm. a ridiculous topic. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I like. And that it. real awkward. I get a kick out of you guys laughing. That real awkward where you can tell either his name is not Rick, which I think if the guy really existed, he's oh yeah, this all. It's Rick. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, he's really going to fool you, or uh, I'm not. I'm not sure why he would hesitate, but it's just funny to me that awkward pause where you guys know even before I say it who's mm-hmm. who's calling in. So, yeah. and what about Kenny? Kenny Tarmac is one. When I hear you talking yeah. that way in the hallway, yeah, Kenny just got off the rug. <laughs> Kenny came from traveling doing Donnie, so yeah. uh, I was starting to do comedy. I went from you know a middle act, a bad middle act comedian as myself, um, and it was Greg Hahn that actually pulled me aside. I opened a show for him in Greenwood one night, and in between bringing Greg up and the other comedian up, I slipped in a Floyd voice, and I, I was just saying, ah, there was an old guy in the back that didn't get that last joke. I believe he was having a seizure or something. And the crowd <laughs> laughed, and they were familiar with it from Bob and Tom. Right. Mm-hmm. And Greg pulled me aside before he went up, and he's like, you're an idiot. What do you mean? He's like, you got all these great voices singing. You don't do any of it. You're an idiot. You, 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 you'd rather swim in a pool with 10,000 people rather than being in a hot tub with two naked chicks. You're a moron. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And he wasn't being mean. Right. He was like, do more of that. Yeah. You know, um, and it was the light bulb I needed yeah. at the time. It was yeah. a kick in the ass that I needed. And so I was doing Donnie on the air and I thought, boy, I can... And plus, I you know, I had kids. I couldn't do like a regular comedian. Um, I had a job now. I couldn't be gone Wednesday through Saturday. But with Donnie, uh, I am automatically elevated to a level where you can just do a Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I can't imagine you as a straight comedian. Yeah, I, I was on Bob and Tom. Uh, it wasn't too bad. I uh, I think it, there was a point in Chicken Room when they were mm-hmm. having local people in the local segment. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you that's how on. Jeff Bodart that's how Bodart started. quit his job mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I came on during the local segment, and then I was on the network at one point just as Ron. Mm-hmm. Um, what Jess said, if I got to hear that fucking <laughs> oh. story again. <laughs> Sorry. Talking to you, Bodart. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, let's get back to that story that we mentioned earlier that uh, we were all on the road heading, uh, driving north in Indiana. Uh-huh. And me and you and uh, I you, were in our you car. You and our in our car, <laughs> and uh, Ron, Ron and, and the, the pork, pork pistols, pistols were behind us. No, they were in front of us. I thought they had to turn around and come back. Is that true? Probably. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. So, so we get pulled over. Policeman pulls us over. He I roll down the window, and he goes. He uh, knows. He recognizes you immediately. Did he? Yeah. Okay, I knew he recognized me eventually, but I didn't. No, know. he recognized me first. Yes, he recognized you. <laughs> I didn't know if it was me immediately. <laughs> So anyway, he goes license and registration. So he yada yada. So he, uh, I give him the stuff, and he goes back to the, the police car, and he comes back, and he goes. We uh, had been in a little minor car accident yeah, a like month f- or two before. Four, yeah. four or five years ago, Halloween, there was like a Schwarzenegger movie. We're stopped on a major, 
and uh, everybody slams on their brakes, and, and then all of a sudden it. you yeah, hear you this hear it before boom, it boom, yeah. boom, and I look in the rearview mirror and I go, "Babe, hold on!" And we I, we both squinted our eyes mm-hmm. and just wham, and this car oh, went up man. into the air. I'm looking in my rearview mirror; it slams down on the pavement, and the car well, right it behind it slammed me, in on the car in and, front of it. Yeah, and then yeah. that car mm-hmm. slid into us and just banged us up barely, pretty, just a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. so nonetheless, it's. You have to file uh, it with your insurance agency, and if you don't, right. they suspend your license. Oh. That's what happened. Chick's yes. license is they suspended. They told us that so. at, the, at the site of the crash, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. So yeah. we're there. Fast forward, the, your license is suspended. I go, oh, well, Jess. Uh, and, and, I, and, I said, and he I, goes, can she drive? <laughs> and she hands me your license and goes, this probably uh, isn't going to go through. This probably <laughs> isn't going to go through. <laughs> like a debit card. <laughs> oh, that's right. I just so, switched driver's license. <laughs> sure day. enough, uh, her license is suspended too. Uh, I remember this. Yes. Yeah. So he goes, but as my life happens, he goes, Chick, uh, you know, I'm going to give you a break. Uh, drive up to the next drive exit. Drive up to the next exit yeah. and pull into the gas station. Do you have somebody you can call? Can you have somebody come pick you up? I just don't want to see what happens next. So I... I pulled in the gas station. We sat there. We called you guys. And yeah. you're going to put none of the pork pistols had a yeah. valid license, but you, I don't yeah. think. I, I, I know my drummer didn't uh, for a long time. I know he didn't. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he does now. I think he does now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He got on the tour five or six speeding tickets oh. and then paid one trooper in cash and, and tried. And I said, I think he got robbed. And he said, no, Ronnie, that's how they do it here. But yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. There was a while there where yeah, the driver's license was the, the most important part of the trip. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Who's valid? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who can drive? Yep. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, and then we went through that streak of place where we go get Boston baked beans. Oh, that's the best. the gas stations them, yeah. and uh, sunflower seeds. And the yeah. trip would start Road with food. me going, uh, we'd start driving down the highway and I'd go, nothing can go wrong Yeah, now. that chick, every time we would leave, I always thought that was, yeah. and I still do it now with road trips with my kids, and they get a kick out of it. Nothing can go wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, the, I still am giddy over truck stops. I love going into convenience oh, yeah. stores and truck stops. The people, how can you just get gas and leave? Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, I was- uh, I was just at that I-80 one, the world's largest oh, truck really? stop. Yeah. Oh, like last Saturday, they have, they have a display of a, an old uh, Jeep up on yeah. rocks inside. Just, just all the crap. Though. Yeah. I, I, I would probably puke if I realized how much money I've spent over the years at those things, but (laughs) it does help your sanity on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, It's my favorite part of the road trip, that and Applebee's with French onion soup and a half rack of ribs and sweet and spicy sauce by myself. (laughs) Um, But uh, one of my favorites, so I would get a lot of crap but it was mostly, uh, you know, Boston baked beans or mm-hmm. sunflower seeds. And I'll never forget traveling with Tim Wilson. I had met my match because oh, yeah. he would grab double or triple. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we probably had a, oh, God, a worse diet than Wilson Phillips in their prime. I mean, it was, <laughs> but I'll never forget going into a, um, a convenience store and uh, there was a big display. And I hear Tim go, jalapeno Cheetos. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like that's going to sell. And then. Blam! He grabs like four bags. Of them. <laughs> I'm getting ready to make fun of him. Oh, hell, these ain't bad. <laughs> hunker down, hit the road. Jalapeno Cheetos. Fuck a damn bag of jalapeno Cheetos. <laughs> Remember that time? Where were we? And he had to go to the bathroom. Tim oh, said, go to the bathroom. I'm right oh, by the. And I had to backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. And we're like 20 feet from an exit. No, we need to get off yeah. now so I can take a piss. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, That's what Jess said. It's, he has a prostate the size of a pumpkin because we, yeah. we were our, our average uh, 
inter- uninterrupted tour, I think we were getting about 20 miles in between stops. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that we stopped yeah. a lot with him that time. <laughs> but we were in a huge Econoline van, so each one oh, of us had that? like a row. Yeah, we all had rows. We all had our own rows. Yeah. It was. Ron, uh, when you and I went to Iowa, the, the few things I remember was the belly up. I remember listening to a lot of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. I think their uh, Stadium Arcadium album came yeah. out then. But that was the thing. I'm kind of, uh, I'm very, if you can imagine this, I'm very structured. And, you know, no. I, I have a breakfast. No. <laughs> I have a lunch. No. And a dinner. And, and, and a granola bar in there and, somewhere. And, and, and Ron on the road. I mean, eventually no. I had to just say, Ronnie, can we stop and get a sandwich or something? No. I mean, just he, snack. Yeah, he, he just, just snacks. He just completely yeah. snacks. But the best part of that trip was, because I had kind of eyed, I was like, because usually at that time, I would kind of hop on with some of these guys, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw, oh, Ron's going to Iowa, mm-hmm. and no one else is going with him, so I kind of invited myself, but I kind of sold it. Hey, uh, we could swing by Dyersville, that was great. Iowa, and, and see the uh, the Field of Dreams. Yep, I've yep. done it. Yep, it's cool. And God, that was so... Yeah. It, 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 I mean, I know it's cliche, it's out of a movie, it is out of a movie, but when you, when you step in there... Right. It's like something... And Ron's such a big baseball fan anyway, mm-hmm. it was fun to be there with him. It really wasn't safe. Because it was at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and it's open to the public, but Jason and I are playing catch, and then you may have four other people kind of throwing across, and then somebody hitting fungos, and (laughs) as the crowd grows, I mean, I couldn't believe that they didn't issue helmets just for, Mm -hmm. or make you sign a waiver. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that Crazy. that's pretty imp- – I wasn't even a huge fan of that movie. I, the the setting, I think, I was a bigger fan of the setting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But absolutely. it's pretty cool that that's held up that long. It was 1989, I think, yeah. or 90 wow. when that movie was – Is this heaven? Yeah. No, it's Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Man. But yeah, it was a fun trip. But road trip, I still uh, – you know, it's, I don't know how you guys are, but there are, you know, Sunday, you just can't wait to get home. Uh-huh. And so for me, sometimes even on Saturday, I'm a little homesick, but there are some weeks where Thursday, I'm like, God, get me on the, put the yeah. chili peppers <laughs> in the car, uh-huh. get me on the road. Um, or, you know, thanks to Bob Zaney with Delta, occasionally getting the upgrade. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. it's, there's sometimes just traveling is good for the soul. You know, it's it good is. to get away. It's, and it's, you know. uh, I still, I don't know why, but one of my fondest memories is, Whenever any of us would score a bag of chilies, chips, and salsa oh, for the yeah. plane, and oh, it was yeah. it was yeah. on, it <laughs> yes. was on. Yeah, I do. I miss being on the road. Oh, it's, feel, a of- it's funny what you crave. I, we were in Dallas, and Chick, do you remember Jess just? <laughs> having the shakes over the Oscar Mayer hot dog stand that oh, wasn't yeah. open yet. And yeah. then hot dogs. And it was like... I just walked by there. Yeah, uh, I think you yeah. were the only one to buy a hot dog from that stand that day. But she was craving the hot she, dogs. Yeah, she'll, uh, she likes the yeah. uh, the King David hot dogs. And, oh, uh, I like just, a hot dog. She yeah. likes a hot dog, period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Almost the raunchier, the better. Yeah. I know. I was, so, I was always glad when I... Because most of the time, it was just you and I almost on every... Yeah. I mean, it was. And then it would be Chick and Christy rotating mm. and then whatever the comedians were. So... Ron and I spent a lot of time together, and it was like I never had to be that girl. Oh, I'll have a salad. And it's yeah. Like no, Ronnie's like you're gonna. We're gonna fucking eat. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. yeah, we did, and it's. I gained thirty five pounds. <laughs> That's what I'm on Sensa now. I can't lose any weight, and I'm trying this Sensa. Oh, shit. the sprinkle? sprinkle. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? And I haven't lost anything. <laughs> you haven't gained the, anything. No, I no? haven't gained so, anything. That's good. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think my body's at that point. We're just gonna be what it's gonna be. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But. And Donnie, it looks like, I mean, it's funny. I've probably gained 20 pounds since I started doing Donnie. My drummer's probably, Dusty's probably gained 30 pounds. Oh, God. Bass player's still skinny, but he's got a pot belly. Uh, Scotty Winkler stopped smoking, so now no, he's he put on weight. And he said, fuck, no Ronnie, way. we've gained enough weight to add another member. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite moments on the road with a comedy tour. You guys were 
uh, doing a set, and I don't know who came up with it, but it was one of those. I love this aspect of it. Somebody came up with it backstage, and I can't remember who. Uh, but you had a friend at yeah. the concert. We were in Denver. Yeah, was it Denver? We were in Denver, and it uh, was uh, Dusty's friend uh, Lonnie. Lonnie, Lonnie. and That's we right. or, either, or maybe his stage name was Lonnie. But Tim Bedore actually helped kind of uh, script this out. There was another comedian that it was it, totally though on the yeah. on the spot, and uh, we didn't know we were going to do it before we got to Correct. the venue, and it just just happened. It yeah, was beautiful. Um, and so we have this guy sit on a bench, and during most of the shows, <laughs> a piano, a piano, piano bench, shows, bench, yeah. a piano bench. I'll cuss out the drummer, blame him for everything, and we milked it just to the right point where people had to be wondering what's that douche doing on the piano just sitting there with the piano and he looked so pitiful and lost (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i was like dusty you forgot the fucking fog machine and you forgot lonnie's organ (laughs) and it really erupted (laughs) they just had lonnie on stage and this guy had long blonde hair and glasses he was just kind of like he looked like shirt just sat there but he it said everything. It like, well, we paid him to play, yeah. so by yeah. God, he's going to be on stage. And it was just, I don't, organ or not, he's going to be, yeah. He uh, looked just like Beavis and Butthead's teacher that sang Lesbian that's Seagull. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. you, yeah. Yes, yes. Now, did you ever incorporate Greg Warren and uh, his flute ever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he would come out and always do a cameo mm-hmm. uh, where we would start to play Barracuda, and then he would run out and play Barracuda. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, Greg funny Hans, too. and Greg Hans played drums with you guys. Yeah, Greg Hans played drums. Yeah. Uh, one of the best on the fly things I ever saw on the tour, Bob Zaney had a moment of genius. We were uh, somewhere, and Nick Griffin goes out, and you know, Nick's a great comedian, mm-hmm. but his set isn't very rambunctious like a Greg Hans would be. Oh, sure, and sure, And there sure. is a fire alarm going off in the back oh, of the theater. Oh, and it was just so, I felt so badly for Nick because yeah. Nick's got smart jokes and they have, you know, mm-hmm. long setups and it's mm-hmm. smart comedy. Mm-hmm. But this damn fire alarm's going off and it's just this whoop, whoop over and over. And so he tries to let it wait. And mm-hmm. The staff's trying to kill it and trying, okay, we're fine now. Then lo and behold, Tommy Jonigan goes out. The same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sitting there. It's like, God, I hope it doesn't happen when I'm going out. And it didn't. And I go out. Nothing happened. Yeah, they had they had figured it out. Bob Zaney, right before he goes on stage, says, I want you two minutes into my set to go to this side mic mm-hmm. and imitate. Because I was imitating in the green room. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. you know, killing it. It's like, oh, whoop, whoop. He's like, do that. So I start doing it. The crowd bought it and said, he goes, what, wait a minute. And he pulls me by the shirt. And I'm acting, <laughs> I'm doing that dumb shit thing where I don't realize I'm being scooted on stage. <laughs> I'm all hunched over. My eyes are closed. I'm going, whoop. Whoop, and it just killed. It's because people thought Donnie was fucking up the first half of the comedy show. But I thought, damn, that was really that smart on his Bonnie. part oh, yeah. to, to yeah. oh, put gosh, all that together in about oh, yeah. 20 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Any uh, any new voices that you're working on? William Devane. <laughs> That's right. And the gold. I, I buy gold. That's right. I love the way it feels. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I see those commercials pop up all the time. And I just, it's so obscure. The uh, He's flying a plane. Now he's fly fishing. But then it, everyone ends with, me on a hammock going what's in your safe and he's so <laughs> relaxed and just i don't know i always kind of thought he looked like our old general manager um uh, a little oh, bit yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah 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 just a little bit uh but yeah william devane um so that's kind of the new one that uh and i wear him out like at home my family has to put up with that i was doing kenny tarmac for my kids long before oh. it was kenny i just called him airport guy yeah, and I would go to the mall and embarrass my kids. And when they when they finish your uh, no no it was Doctor Phil that they would finish your punchlines yeah. or something wasn't it? Yeah, I did Doctor <laughs> Phil until yeah. yeah. Have you read my books? Yeah, yeah we saw yeah, yeah. Same way we're on vacation and I'm watching uh, 
I forget the A and E or whatever, and Steven Seagal comes on, and, <laughs> and oh, I, I made my living in the movies. <laughs> and it was uh, just well, for a the scene, last thirty years. <laughs> it was a scene. It was I don't even think it was an episode. It was like uh, the intro to the episode where he goes, "You get out the car, you get on the ground." <laughs> and I kept doing that the whole vacation, and probably ruined it for my family. But it was so <laughs> funny to me. It was so funny to me. Uh, um, well, if you hear voices on the Bob and Tom mm-hmm. show, now you know who it is. It's, yeah, I, uh, it's I, Ron Sexton. I'm trying to, I certainly now. I've been here about eight years, seven, eight years with the show, so mm-hmm. now it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot easier to try new stuff. I had one that early on when I was just starting to kind of get my bearings. Um, Steve Saudi had called in and just on a whim, like a one hitter, called in as God, and I forget what it was. Uh, Bob and Tom, this is God, and it was funny. Uh-huh. And so I thought. All right, I'm going to call him as the devil. This will be. <laughs> and Bob and Tom, it's the devil. And it laid there. I think Bob said, okay, go to hell. And he hung up. <laughs> go back to hell. And I was like, oh, I can't do anything with Donnie. I'll never do that again. So uh, that took me about a week to recover from that. But uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's been fun. You know, I, um, I tire on stuff quickly. Like it's. Maybe faster than everybody else does. Maybe these, yeah, sometimes yeah. Because I really, I mean, I've written so many Donnie bit. Like I, the last thing I want to do is Donnie and a titty bar joke. Mm-hmm. I've written every titty, you know, and have rehashed them. But I understand that you know it may not be old to the listeners, and so I still try to come up with something fresh and different. But it's hard. I mean, it's hard because I, I think I've overexposed it at times on the air and maybe even on on stage. But the fun part is I'm imitating somebody that doesn't exist. Right. Um, most of what I did were people that, you know, are celebrities impressions, but it's kind of fun, imit- you know, developing a character and, and having it evolve to where he likes whiffs or Bigfoot or <laughs> pudding pop, like and pudding pops. Um, do, so. I, do you want to hear an early bit from Donnie? Oh, it'll make me cringe, but yeah. You know, when he's a little, a little, How, yeah. a little. is it the, uh, is it the, uh, uh, Oh, the palm reader or the fortune teller? Is that it? <laughs> this was called Beat the Heat Tips. Oh, okay. And this is literally one of his probably first five bits. Okay. So it's okay. still that boy. And there might could be an intro here. We'll see. You know how All Tom right. is. Okay. But okay. All right. If you just have a seat, please. Uh, I, oh, here we go. Oh, no. You again? Donald I Baker. I these chairs. <sighs> why, why are you here? I just saw you earlier this month for your probation meeting, and you performed your community service, I see. No, I got two more hours left, man. I'm sick and tired of doing this, too, man. Can I just do something to get this done with? All right, two hours. Um, I know what we can put you on. We've got very, very hot weather in the region. Uh, let's go ahead and assign you to the Heat Stroke is No Joke Summer Nursing Home Fan Project. I, homes. I can beat the heat, but I can't beat the smell, man. I swear to God I can't. Donald, this is our last resort. Uh, it's only two more hours, so let's just get this out of the way. You'll be delivering fans to nursing home residents who don't have air conditioning. It's man, what if nice I just part. tell them the ways to beat the heat, man? First of all, you need to find someone in your family who's had a vasectomy. Just tell them this, man. They know how to keep cool. My mom's last boyfriend is where I learned, man. He stopped shooting live rounds last summer and stuff. Two bags of frozen peas and duct tape will do the trick. I swear to God it will. It'll keep your body cool from the core and make your bulge look bigger it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that bad a little deeper a, just a, a tick deeper. deeper well jason no there was one point where uh jason early on in the donnie he's like man your donnie sounds a lot like peter gammon some days and i had <laughs> oh, started yeah. just doing peter peter gammon so, so i think gradually i went higher to get back away from peter fucking gammon <laughs> 
<laughs> so I think it was just one of those things that morphed into something. I don't know. And it's certainly easier to talk in a higher pitch than I couldn't imagine doing 45 minutes of this. Hey, oh, where you work, man? Huh? What's your story? You know, it's a lot easier to be more conversational than. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think my favorite thing is when Donnie gets pissed now. Oh, that's yeah. what I oh look forward gosh, to. when you and, Tom, and <laughs> yeah, your voice get, get Donnie's yeah. voice gets high. I swear to God, you push me, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Just all quivery. It's and... gonna be three punches, and first he ain't gonna remember. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you get a lot funny. of people come up to you saying you want to say you know like you know you're you're self-defecating those things that you screw up <laughs> uh sometimes yeah malaprops or the, i think that's what is that yeah. what's called yeah. Mal- yeah yeah uh that's my f- uh, in, in the people like there's some stuff that works really well on the bob and tom show yeah. mm-hmm. but not so much in the audience and yeah. people forget that bob tom christy and chick have heard the best of the best yeah. over and over and over mm-hmm. so sometimes you guys will bite on the little subtleties that'll mm-hmm. go right over a live audience right. right. either right. a because that's what we look for they're worried about yeah. their drink right. or they're just that guy that does the same thing mm-hmm. so in a live crowd when i go uh, me and scotty we was in jv back in circus 1997 <laughs> i'll hear 19 people People laughing really right, hard, right, yeah. but if I go shut up, Randy, they'll all laugh. But it's the right, little right. nuggets like that that make me happy right. for Donnie. The yeah. little putting an S on everything. That's what <laughs> Tim Wilson go. Wouldn't Donnie call it Subways? <laughs> call it Subways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's really how that. Started? Yeah. They, well, I mean, not not to put. I had been doing the plural thing. All right. But he said, I, I think even Donnie would call Subways Subways. <laughs> I think the first time I, you called him Derek Jeters. Yeah, right? that's yeah. exactly Jeters. where it came from. Hell, I'm better than Jeters. <laughs> yeah, Jeters right. and that other Puerto Rican from Mexico. What Jeters? How much Jeters make? <laughs> Jeters probably makes what eight grand a game. Fuck Jeters. <laughs> yeah. But and, and then when you go to shows, you always see the real. Do you? I mean, not always, but sometimes you see. I know that like the real Donnie Baker. I know we've been on the road, and you're like, oh my god, that's oh, yeah. Mom Phyllis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we always took I a picture. I love spotting Mom Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But if you go to shutuprandy.com in uh, photos or something, there's a what I had in my mind, what I envisioned of Mom Phyllis, there's a picture of her in there. And it was some lady that was an escort. And I forget where I I Googled, I think, strippers or something, and this picture popped up. But God, it's Mom Phyllis if I've ever really? seen one. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'll have to look at that. So now Floyd, if I I'm I'm asking the question, I kind of know the answer. But Floyd's kind of your favorite, but sort of because he can get away with the dirtier stuff. Yes, in a way, right? Yeah, and I think Floyd doesn't give a damn. I think in if Floyd were real, I would think he wouldn't a necessarily know that he was on the air, mm-hmm. right? And uh, b I don't know that he would care if he were funny or not. It's, kinda, right, yeah. it's like my favorite thing, and it doesn't always work, but. Uh, Tom uh, Tom takes it seriously, and I just want it to kind of be, lay there. But, boy, we need this rain, don't we? I love little <laughs> shit like that. Right. Because that's what my, you know, the, the my mom and dad, both my mom in particular, fascinated with the weather. And we need this rain. And I hate rain. Rain ruins a day. I don't care if the grass is yellow. It's either going to be green or yellow. <laughs> May as well be yellow. We need this rain. <laughs> you can't control the weather. You have no, you know, but Floyd would be fascinated by that. And you're Just, an only child, right? Yes. Yeah. And so do you have your parents, you keep referring to your mom. Has your dad influenced any of your characters? Or? Um, Not really. No. I mean, not really. No. Do you um, do your parents? His joke telling early on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my da- People can't tell the difference between my voice that I'm speaking in right now and my dad's. Oh, so really? if you were okay. to call my folks okay. house right now, right. they would always get us mixed up. <laughs> But my dad doesn't really do any. He never did any impressions that He's I can straight recall. Straight jokes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And car lot jokes. Right, you know? right, right. Um, a lot of car lot jokes, which has helped. And those are great for Floyd because when he mm-hmm. was, he would send me, hey, I heard a good one, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I would be able to use a lot of those as Floyd just telling a joke that he heard at the way station. Uh-huh. But, uh, and your mom? Uh, my mom is probably, I mean, she would blush at, you know, the cleanest joke I have. Right. She's. I um, think I was, I was at a show in Greenwood when your parents came. Yeah. And it I was, may have been the first show. I, I don't know. I was never know. more nervous and it's the only one they, well, I think my dad came to another show with a friend and then my folks came to see the Pork Pistols. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. I, I've never been more nervous. <laughs> I think, did, did your drum, did Dusty reference that your mom was in the crowd? He or? may have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it it was hard. I prefer going to audiences. I like playing road games, um, right. not just mm-hmm. the hassle of uh, so and so going to want tickets or this or that. Because right. I I want people to enjoy the show, mm-hmm. but you tend to just by nature try to cater the show too much to sure somebody. So oh yeah, it was a. I mean, one of the we you did multiple shows that weekend, but one of them was. I mean, it was a South Side indie show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knew everybody that was there, yes. and it was fun. It was yeah. those are fun. I'm sure hometown shows. But in in all of these people that I've heard you you know do impressions of are live there. Right. You no, know, Carrie you know, and Doughboy were there. Yeah, Car- sure. yeah, yeah. Carrie comes up and hits on me at the merch state, and I was like, Oh my God, that's that guy. That's the motherfucker <laughs> guy. I'm trying to fucking buy a beer. If I can, you know, fucking drink beer. If I can, fucking shot you on fucking some motherfucker. Can't get her fucking beer. Exactly. So what do you do when you relax? Like you're a big Reds fan. I like baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I live in Florida now, so I go. Um, I, I love. Uh, I think I'm getting old and sappy, but I love like riding my bike, watching a sunset. Did kayaking for the first time, but big baseball love. And it's not that I'm a diehard Reds fan. Actually, my favorite part of the season is spring training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you don't feel like, well, we got to stay for the whole game, and um, the starters are only in for the first three innings. But it used to be before I lived there, such a treat to just wow, this happens. Yeah. Eighty degrees and baseball and mm-hmm. back home it's shit water and mm-hmm. 40 yeah. um right. and ronnie would come to a show after he'd been down in florida for the week of spring training he'd be like i, I saw and he'd tell me all these stories yeah. Man, i didn't know who the fuck he was talking about yeah. and i was yeah. like yay Ron! Yeah. Yeah. that's <laughs> incredible <laughs> really excited about Who's it that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but it's uh yeah i'm uh kind of an old fogey now i mean i i don't follow baseball religiously i don't um i used to be a cowboys fan i, I would probably barely qualify to be an nfl fan let alone a cowboys fan <laughs> um you know, I used to know the starters. I know there's Romo and barely know the head coach, you know, Jason mm-hmm. Garrett. Outside of that, yeah. I, I just don't – I don't know. I Having worked in pro sports, I worked for the Colts for five years, for the Pacers for uh, three or four. I kind of saw that, oh, it's just a business. It's not the – Right. It's not the fantasy right. world I thought it was. Right. Right. So that soured me a little on the whole thing. But I love my passion was really coaching my kids, uh, going to their games, mm-hmm. um, watching them play. And, and my daughter, uh, now I get to help coach the girls' softball team, which coaching girls, completely different experience, but a lot of fun. I would assume so, yeah. And breaking a nail is a big deal. Hair's got to be perfect. Uh-huh. You know, so the coach had to figure out the head coach is a great guy. His name is Roy Silver. And uh, if you Google Josh Hamilton, Roy Silver is most instrumental and best known for getting Josh Hamilton off the junk and back into baseball. Oh, really? No yes. Huh. And uh, he wow. happens to be our, our high school softball coach at Dunedin High School. I have and no idea who Josh Hamilton just, is. Just a great, great human. <laughs> Josh Hamilton Texas is. Texas Ranger. Probably, oh, okay. uh, hopefully be a Texas Ranger, yeah. I guess. Yeah. He's in the got uh-huh. a uh, new contract. Oh, so this coming is up. current? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's yeah. still in, yeah. He was a number one draft pick that uh, threw his life away to drugs Eek. and was um, shooting up. He went right. from cocaine to crack to. 
being strung out, losing, I don't know how I much th- weight. I know this story, mm-hmm. yes. Was this the a 30 on 30? Stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think it might have been a 30 on 30. All the good ones. Might have made you All the good that. stories are 30 sure. on 30. <laughs> and then came yeah. back to put on the best display in Home Run Derby history. Really? Right, right, right. Oh, right. that's where it is. It's yes, the Home yeah. Run Derby. That's why all this yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. Right. yeah. Have you done the Tom Hanks impression in uh, A League of Their Own for the girls yet? Uh, no, I, ha- I mentioned that. Like, <laughs> I in a haven't post-game heard this. And those so girls are like, we weren't even born when that movie yeah. came out. Yeah. I don't really do a Hanks impression, but I do love that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a great it's even though it's women's Marla baseball. Hooch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back up farther. Yeah. Farther. What a hitter. <laughs> Remember? That's right. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. All the way, May. Yeah. And, uh, here's I, Marla Hooch. I got to actually do John Lovitz from that movie oh, because yeah. he was the scout. Right. Okay, cowgirls, it's grass. Don't eat it. <laughs> <clears throat> Where are you going? I'm going home to give the wife a pickle tickle. My job is done here. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. But uh, and it's a not a good John Lovitz, but I, I thought God, <laughs> it was like I couldn't believe because it was a pretty serious movie, and you know, they was. had a bad shitty SNL sketch artist come out to play that role. It was pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's a great actor, really. Right. But, no, but I do love him. Yeah. I just love that guy. Yeah, that liar. The cartoon. Remember how cartoon? the liar was brilliant. The liar was <laughs> where was it? The movies. Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. Oh no, you don't remember that one? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I watched his cartoon. John Lovitz mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he went. Uh, he was a shrink, or he went to visit a shrink all the time. Looked Jonathan Katz. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, never mind. Uh, we've always talked about the the Chick McGee, Bob Zaney, Donnie Baker shows. Yes. I, I think we did. Did we do one? I think you guys we've did one in Maryland, didn't you? That's right, Dover, Dover, Delaware. Yes, that's, that's right, Delaware. Right. Yeah. Whatever. That's right. No, but uh, we were. The affiliates in Maryland, but we were actually in Delaware. Yes. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah, okay. that's how that happened. Yeah, that's the best show is always at the merch table at, at those shows after the show. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. true. Between Donnie being a dick and Bob trying to sell everything, and then just people, you know, it's amazing. It's funny how I've written more jokes at the merch table, just kind of people right. watching mm-hmm. than I think mm-hmm. anywhere else. But it's funny. It's going back to again to how I kind of came up. You know, people mm-hmm. kind of forget their yeah. There was their, it was that. We were at a Bob Evans somewhere, I don't remember, and oh, we were sitting yeah. at the we were sitting at the counter. We were sitting at the counter and they just were it listening. Was just listening. Yeah, and this and and uh a gentleman walks up and sits at the counter and the waitress walks up and she's obviously very familiar with him and says, uh and says, Your ex lady was just in here. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, she goes, and she still got your tags on that truck. <laughs> and I told I, I was I was so excited oh, to tell God. Ron. I was like, You will not believe what just yeah, happened. Right, and it was just so, yeah, it was so, so real and yeah, so just to witness that and I was oh my gosh, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's All great. Right. I thought uh, and along those same lines, Greg Warren had a great joke recently. Uh, maybe it was a tweet. I don't know if he said it on the air, but it was. If you ever noticed that the the day shift bartender is always pissed with how the night shift bartender <laughs> left the bar, <laughs> and it's true. <clears throat> with my countless Saturdays at Applebee's, you gotta sit there and yep, listen to it. Yep. <laughs> Dennis did it again. <laughs> well, thank you, Ronnie, oh, Donnie, thank you guys, this Floyd. Is, I'm gonna listen to more podcasts. Now, I really don't. I'm so far behind the times uh, with technology, but uh, I've I've done several podcasts. I was uh, with Bob Biggerstaff and then a group at Morty's Comedy Club and a few others, but this is okay. fun. I need to yeah. actually figure this out and find out how to listen to these. Uh, so. yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. We should start a network. We'll set you up. Yeah, I have Jason and do the uh, technical stuff, right? It, it's it's all about pushing buttons. That's right. In the, right, right, order. In the right order. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Chick. Thanks, Jason. Whatever. Good night, everybody! 
Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen.